You're listening to the Sunday Forum. You're listening to WMNF 88.5 Community Radio. News in Washington. I'm Giles Snyder. The White House is pushing back on comments made by GOP presidential front runner Donald Trump about Russia and NATO. Trump says he would encourage Russia to do whatever it wanted to member nations who had not met defense spending targets. Dave NPR's Dave Mistich reports on Trump's remarks while campaigning in South Carolina this weekend. Apparently recounting a meeting with other NATO leaders while President Trump made comments about not protecting a NATO ally from a potential Russian invasion. One of the presidents of a big country stood up and said, well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay? You're delinquent? He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. Trump made the comments at a rally in Conway, South Carolina. A spokesperson for President Biden says encouraging invasions of allies is, quote, appalling and unhinged and says it endangers America's national security. Dave Mistich, NPR News. Following last week's collapse of a border security deal that would have unlocked aid to Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan, the Senate will be in session later today working toward potential votes on a more than $95 billion standalone military aid package. The Senate is considering the separate package after Senate Republicans rejected that bipartisan deal they demand to be combined with tougher border security restrictions. A Wisconsin congressman says his decision to retire was not brought on by criticism over his refusal to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Mayon Silver of member station WUWM in Milwaukee has more. Mike Gallagher is a Republican from Green Bay, making a name for himself as the youngest committee chair in recent history. Now in his eighth year in Congress, the moderate Republican was picked last year to lead a select committee on China. He was also one of the GOP holdouts in an attempt to oust Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas that fell one vote short in the House on Tuesday. The GOP wants to oust Mayorkas to punish the Biden administration over its handling of the U.S.-Mexico border. Gallagher didn't mention the impeachment vote in a statement announcing his retirement, saying only that he doesn't want to grow old in Congress. For NPR News, I'm Ayan Silver in Milwaukee. Investigators with the National Transportation Safety Board investigating a helicopter crash that killed all six people on board, including the CEO of one of Nigeria's largest banks, along with his wife and son. This is the beginning of a long process. We will not jump to any conclusions. NTSB board member Michael Graham speaking at a news conference in Barstow, California. Friday night's crash happened near Interstate 15 in the Mojave Desert. Access Bank issued a statement today confirming the death of CEO Herbert Weekway. And you're listening to NPR News. WNF Tampa. And President Kathleen Novak has stepped down. Novak announced her resignation in a live television message this weekend. She has faced mounting pressure for pardoning a man who had been convicted of helping to cover up sexual abuse in a children's home. The pardon was first reported a week ago, and it led to a public uproar. Novak is a close ally of conservative Prime Minister Viktor Orban. The Phoenix Open is unlike any other event on the PGA Tour, famous for its huge crowds, free-flowing booze, and raucous atmosphere. But the party got so big on Saturday, the tournament organizers finally had to rein it in. From member station KJZZ in Phoenix, Chad Snow reports. After several days of cold, wet weather, a big crowd turned out at the Scottsdale course yesterday. As the crowd got larger and rowdier, tournament organizers grew concerned and for the first time ever closed the entrance gates and the beer taps. 
Around 2 p.m. local time, admissions were temporarily halted even for ticket holders, and alcohol sales were suspended at most locations throughout the course. On social media, organizers announced that shuttle service was also on hold, citing larger-than-usual crowds. Fans were advised to check the tournament's channels for further updates. For NPR News, I'm Chad Snow in Phoenix. The Super Bowl between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers gets underway in Las Vegas later today. Officials say no credible threats, but security is tight. Hundreds of law enforcement agents are in town. The Chiefs are seeking to become the NFL's first repeat champion in 19 years. San Francisco looking for a record-time sixth Super Bowl title. This is NPR News. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include Jarl and Pamela Moan, focusing on civil liberties, foster youth, public radio, and the arts. And the Public Welfare Foundation, committed to advancing transformative youth and criminal justice reforms. If you love classic soul, R&B, Caribbean, gospel, hip-hop, or house music, and if you love podcasting and exclusive interviews, if you love urban culture and urban music, then you will really love the Urban Cafe channel. You can find it here on HD2 if you have an HD2 radio, or you can go to WMNF.org and download our mobile app so that you can listen to it all the time. Greeting Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the one and only DJ Spaceship reminding you that every Monday morning, that's right, every Monday morning on WMNF from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., tune in as me and my co-pilot Nate Dog give you the music you love, the topics to get you talking, and the motivation to get you out your bed to start your week off right. Join me late Sunday, early Monday for Body Rock with Mike B., on WMNF 88.5 Tampa. The heavy metal disco train leaves the station at midnight for a three-hour dark journey into the sonic underworld of alternative music. Body Rock with Mike B. Sunday, midnight, WMNF 88.5. It's Black History Month, and just one of the ways WMNF is celebrating is with the Living Mirror Playback Theater Show on February 16th at 7 p.m. in the Live Music Studio. Petro Mabili, host of Community Speaks, will give opening remarks with a musical introduction by Cameroon singer-songwriter Persia Bain. Our theme is honoring the past, inspiring the future, and the show will feature improv enactments of stories from the audience. It'll be a compelling evening of community sharing and theater. These shows are free, so please reserve your seat online at wmnf.org slash events. This is Lila with a public service announcement. The Suncoast Association of Chinese Americans celebrate the Year of the Dragon on Saturday, February 17th from 11.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Waterworks Park in downtown Tampa. This Chinese New Year event features cultural exhibits, lion and dragon dances, performances, crafts, food, and a station outreach tent. For more information, go to WMNF.org under Community Events. Thanks. WMNF is accepting volunteer applications to be part of our on-air team. And welcome. This is Latinx. Welcome, welcome to the Soul Kitchen and Design, your resident chef, Big Eddie G. Join your favorite voices on 88.5 FM, WMNF.org, and our HD channels. If you've always dreamed of being on the radio, I would love to be on the radio. Now's your chance. Join your listening supported radio station, WMNF. Apply under the programming tab at WMNF.org. It's that time. We're back on the Sunday Forum. WMNF 8.5 Tampa. It's time for the Q Corner. Right here on WMNF 8.5 Tampa. Hey. Hey, pilot of the chapter of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, the greatest fraternity on the face of the earth. Woo, coming at you, baby, right here in the Tampa Bay area. Greetings and salutations to you from the queue right here. Oh, man, listen, we got a lot going on. 
We have upcoming events and programs. The 2024 International Talent Hunt going on Saturday, March 9th. Saturday, March 9th at Blake High School, 1701 North Boulevard, Tampa, Florida. All right, we got Shades of Purple. Shades of Purple, y'all know y'all like that. Shades of Purple, Cruise with the Q's. Cruise with the Q's. Saturday, June 29th, 2024. 603 Channelside Drive, Tampa, Florida. RSVP now. RSVP now. You want to go on to the www.pyota.org website and check it out. Walk it out. Walk it out. Because, you know, the Q's, you know, we we don't step. We hop. We don't step. We hop. So, you know, our cardio is really good, brother. Our cardio is really good. Right here on the Sunday Forum, let me just say first off, walk it out. The community walk. Hey, hey, man, let me tell you, 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 you don't, you don't want to miss this. Every third Saturday, every third Saturday, 7 a.m., Armature Works. Armature Works at 1910 North Ola Avenue. Every third Saturday, 7 a.m., Armature Works, 1910 North Ola Avenue. You meet up, call 813-04-40-9502. What's wrong? 813-440-9502 for more information. Check it out. Check it out. And, and, oh, I know you can't wait for this to happen. It's the Grand Conclave 2024 coming to the city of Tampa. Yes, that's right. The Grand Conclave, all that purple and gold coming right here to the Tampa Bay area. Oh, yeah, we coming, baby. The streets are going to be paved with purple and gold. Oh, yeah. All that purple and gold made me happy, baby. All right, listen, June 26th, June 26th to July 2nd, June 26th to July 22nd. To July 2nd. Check it out right here. Go to www.piiota.org. Piiota.org. Check it out. And that has been the Q Corner. I'm back. Man, what's up? <laughs> what, what happened? <laughs> what happened? You had a flashback. You had an out-of-body experience. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Man. You, you were here in another farm. Whoa, sweaty and clammy feeling and all that. Ooh, I'm salivating. What's going on, man? <laughs> well, hey, Frank, what's going on, man? Hey, everything mm-hmm. is everything. Yeah. It's good to be here. All right. Yes, okay. yes, sir. All right. Ms. Ann, what's going on? Before we begin, begin this next hour, I have to give a shout-out to a very, very special, special person in my life. Mm-hmm. My grandson. His right. birthday is coming up, so happy birthday, Grandma Baby. Okay, that's my grandson. Uh, what's his, his name? Birthday, what's his name? Dante. 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 Happy yeah. birthday, Big Dante. Dante. His, his mama yeah. named him Christian. I named him Dante, okay? His birthday is February 13th. So happy birthday, Grandma Baby. All right, yeah. all, all right, right, all right. Were you easier on Dante than you were on your daughter? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. The children gets nothing now. Everything goes to the grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> Everything goes to the grandkids. Absolutely. Spoil Absolutely. the grandkids. Absolutely. And then you can send them back home. There you go. <laughs> yes. That's it. That's it. I, I can definitely attest to that one. Definitely test that one. Hey, listen, we're back to Sunday Forum. I don't know, man, boy. Whew. Man, I just blacked out for a moment. <laughs> no what happened, man. You went into another farm. Another farm. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. It, it reaches your soul. It reaches your soul. It reaches your soul. All that purple and gold reaches your soul, baby. Frank, yes, you mentioned during the break that you had one more event you needed to mention. Sure, yeah. Yeah, actually, there's a couple of things. You know, uh, again, talking about our great community, the Tampa Bay area, there's a lot going on. So on the 16th, you've got the Black History Celebration at the Tampa Theater. The following day, the following day, you can head over to Pinellas County for mm. the Collard Green Festival. The oh, Collard that's Green. right. Oh, the Collard Green Festival. That's right. Yeah, you that, got that's to, deep you, right there. Yes. <laughs> 
Whoa. The <laughs> Tampa Bay right Collard Green Festival. Festival. Right, in Pinellas County. That takes place on the 17th. So you want all your collard greens. You want to learn more about the natural environment and how to eat healthy and clean. They talk about all of those things at the Collard Green Festival. So they're not just making the collard greens with the ham cocks or or the smoked turkey. They've got other varieties out there for you. So they've got the vegan version as well. So you definitely want to check out the Tampa Bay Collard Green Festival on the 17th. I got to say, man, I saw something that was so atrocious. White folks, let let me just say this. Let me just go there. Here we go. Let me go there with it. White folks, listen. Make sure you pay attention to what you're putting in your stuff. In the collard greens. Right? Take notes, whatever you got to do. Uh, now, listen, don't do what that one white lady did on, on it went viral on social media. She sat there and took, <laughs> she took, the, she cut the end off the lead, off the, the collard green leaf. Mm-hmm. And said they had a, boiling, a pot of boiling water, man. <laughs> took those collard greens and folded them up and put them inside the pot. She folded them. Lord she Jesus. folded them up. Take the wheel. So she let the whole leaver just yes, cut off the stem. Yes. Oh my God, that's disgusting. Wait, wait. <laughs> it, gets, it gets better. It gets better. Her son is asking her, Mom, what are you doing? Right? Because I guess he's home from college or something, right? Uh-huh. She took a pack, not smoked ham, not, not turkey, not just, who, Jesus? She took a pack. Of him. Lunch meat ham? Lunch meat ham. Mm. Jesus. And put it in the pot with the collard greens with some vinegar. Mm, mm, mm. I wish y'all could see Frank's face no, right now. Yeah, nobody wants to see that. I wish you could see Frank's face right now. Yo, hey. Don't do that, y'all. Don't please don't do that. Don't do that. So that's why we have these events. That's why you have these events. I'm gonna have now. I'm up here with three men. So I'm gonna have to ask you because I know you have to go to your mom. I don't want to know your wife's recipe. I'm talking about your mama's recipe. Right. That, that's the real collard greens. Okay, your mama's recipe. Yeah. So how, Frank, how did your mama cook her greens? So we had various styles in my house. So we had at first we made it with uh, ham hock, mm-hmm. and then we started making it with smoked turkey. Mm-hmm. The other thing we did is that. When we, when after we wash our leaves, yeah, the actual okay, stem. Let me pause yeah. on that one part. Please wash, wash your, your leaves. leaves. Okay. Please <laughs> wash your, your leaves. leaves. Okay. <laughs> well, what we'll we did, after yes, we washed exactly. our leaves, we would uh, sort of peel back the stem. Mm-hmm. Yes. We peel it out, take that out. Cut it up. You cut, cut. Another thing. Wash your leaves and cut them up. <laughs> and then, and then we would actually add to the pot. We would actually add to the pot. Okra pods. Hmm. We would add okra, mm-hmm. so we would have we would have okra mixed in with our greens, and by the time that all gets simmered in, and mm-hmm. it was good. Okay. It was so, good. That's that's good. What about yeah. you, Walter? Well, got ours from Grandma. Mm-hmm. Grandma Mildred. So, Grandma did the did same thing. She cut everything up, cleaned everything real well, put it in the pot, cut it all up. And put in the put in the ham hocks. Mm-hmm. Ham hocks was, was that that was it. It wasn't no modification for no health reason. It was ham hocks. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. Now everything else I can't tell you. I have to kill you if I tell you. You're so silly. <laughs> what about you, my Billy? Oh yeah, we did the ham hocks, but we also were partial to throwing okra. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. That's good. That must that must be a country or southern thing, because yeah, I didn't do the okra. Southern now, Louisiana. I, 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 I can make some good okra stew, but no. So ours was I, I love my smoked neck bones. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. but yeah, my family, my mom did the ham hocks and all that too. But you have to know, you must cut your greens up after you clean them. Mm-hmm. You have to. That does not mean you keep. We literally peel it off the stem and you cut it up. Okay, after you then cleaned it and you put it in a pot. But I added something to my mama's recipe. Try with corn on the cob. Oh, mm. my God. Let me tell you something. You got them greens simmered real good, and then you got the neck bones or your ham hock or your turkey, whatever mm-hmm, you choose, mm-hmm. and then put some corn on the cob in there, like the sweet yellow corn. Wow. That is absolutely okay. freaking delicious. I oh, might, my gosh. I've got to try mm-hmm. that one. Well, for ours, we got to have the cornbread. Yes, oh, well, yes. You got to have that. Have the cornbread? Yeah. Yeah, man. You, gotta, yeah, you yeah, have man. to have. And just yeah. so you know, we didn't just throw those stems in the garbage. I come from the country. We put that back into the soil. 
Mm-hmm, we put mm-hmm. that back into the That's soil. Right. We need to right. My grandma did can. that because mm-hmm. when you get sick, it's something about that that grass or that whatever they be putting in there that literally they'll take that and go pull it, pull it right back up and boil it, and then you can eat it and it cleans your whole system. My grandma used to do that stuff. It was disgusting. The, the but yeah, <laughs> it was disgusting. Hey. But it made you better. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know what? And Walter just said it. He said pot liquor. Pot you know what? You know what people mm. are calling that now? What? Bone broth. Because think about it now. When mm. you have like your your, your neck bone, mm-hmm. you talk about it, your hand hog, that bone is in there. It falls apart, yeah. And that bone, there's the, the marrow of that bone is really healthy. So we were having a version of bone broth all this time, but we didn't call didn't it that because it. it was mixed with the greens. I still do my neck bone because I literally cooked some last night. I made some neck bones, black eyed peas with potatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I showed it. Yeah, any leftovers? She called her one time. Yeah. She said that. She said, That's what? <laughs> What you, what you doing, man? I told you I'm finna eat me some headphones. I said, you really I did that, cooking, didn't you? I love she cooking, that. I do. She I made do. that. So she you've got that. to come out to the Collard Green Festival. Yes. <laughs> Generational health and wellness is going to be a part of this. You have a free cooking demonstration, uh, free collard greens as well, fitness and ag- agricultural demonstration. Also, there's a food author who's mm. going to be there by the name of Adrian Miller. He'll be there. So from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. at the Carter G. Woodson African American Museum in St. Petersburg on February the 17th. So 17th is the Black History. I mean, the 17th is the Collard Green Festival. The 16th, the day before, which is a Friday, is the Black History Celebration. The 18th, you're coming out to the Tampa Theater for This Is It, The Miracle of Barbecue. So you've got all these family and food yeah, and barbecue things going on. Yeah. taking place. And then at the end of the month, you've got something, too. So over at the Tampa Bay History Center, you have the Black History Reception taking place over there. And um, that's going to be a major event. Tampa Bay History Center, Black History Reception. The event starts at 5.30 p.m. The doors open at 5.30, but the event actually starts at 6.30 at the Tampa Bay History Center, which is at 801 Water Street in downtown Tampa. And this year, they're going to be honoring Senator Arthenia Joyner. Mm. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me ask you a question. Is these events also posted on... Um on the news, did you did, are they um, advertising, letting people know about it in the community as well? So one of the things that we did for the Black Love Classic movie series, we we, we believe in cross promotion. Right. So the Collard Green Festival actually had a table, a vendor table, set up during our event, during our Good. gospel music showcase. But they also have a website that you can go to, TampaBayCollardGreenFestival.org is where you can go. And then about the Black History Reception, just head on over to the Tampa Bay History Center's website. So tampabayhistorycenter.org will give you more information about that. Okay. And I don't know if you folks had a chance to, to catch it, but just this past week at the Tampa Theater, there was a reception, uh, a celebration rather, of Frederick Douglass. Mm. Excellent event. Mm. Excellent event. Mr. Fred Hearns um, hosted that event. He did an awesome job. And then, of course, we had a chance to meet a gentleman who was embodying the spirit of Frederick Douglass. It was excellent. You know, awesome. Fred Hearns will also be at Fish, Grits, and Black History. Yes. Mm-hmm. We'll be on the panel discussion of Fish, Grits, and Black History. As we're talking about, one of the topics is going to be um, Tampa Bay's disappearing black communities. Mm. Wow. And so we have a panel, a panel of people that really, you know, honestly, man, this we have one hell of a dynamic um, group of or, uh, of events taking place. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Really. For this month, absolutely. I mean, this is like, this is awesome. Now, and, and I really hope, let me just say this to, to everybody out there. I really hope that we continue in this path of having more, um, more in, intel, like I always say, intelligent conversation, intelligent programming. But more, com- more community involvement. Yeah. yeah more community we involvement. Gotta have it. Yeah. We gotta have it. I, I do wanna say this again. I'm happy that we are constantly and continually um advertising things going on in the community. So I, I want always wanna give a shout out as I tell you guys. We want you to know if you have an event that's coming up that's that you wanna promote for the community, call and let us know or email mobilia DJ at WMNF.org or you can give us a call at eight one three two three nine nine six six three. If you have any questions right now for Frank Crumb before he leaves us, um, 
Give us a call. Ask your questions. Find out about an event, how you, how you can get involved, as he's mentioned all the information. You will see some of it on our website as well. He's also giving you the Tampa Theater website to go to. Um, he's mentioned scholarships. He's mentioned the events. You got a mouthful of information today that you can utilize to help your community, that you can utilize to get involved with the community, that take your kids out to it. They're going to involve it, enjoy what's going on, especially that collard green festival for those of you that need to know how to cook. <laughs> Real soul food, okay? Go out there and get that information. So again, Frank, thank you so much My for all the information you give to us. My pleasure. Give us a call if you have any questions. 813-239-9663 or email mobility at dj at wmnf.org. Walter. Hey, listen. Frank, thank you for coming in, man. Um, and as always, brother, you're welcome. We do we have a call. He's always welcome. Oh, we got a call. We got a call. Okay, so that's right. Hang out with us. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can hang out for another 30 brother. minutes, right? Yeah. Come Perfect. on to something, too. Okay. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Yes, yes. Uh, good morning, Walter and uh, Billy and your guests, everybody in your panel. This is Brother Jarvis. I want to say, Frank, you got a whirlwind of great Black History events going on. Brother Jarvis, it's good to hear from you. And, and, and you have one coming up, too. Yeah, I want to add that to all those great events. We have a crowned event of Black History going on. It's actually our sixth annual uh, Black History Awards banquet uh, done by the Community Miles uh in Suffer Springs, and we really, really proceeds to benefit our youth mentoring program and awesome. our uh, food pantry. And of course, we have our uh, program for ex offenders, our workforce initiative. But it's going to be Friday, February the 23rd at the Islamic Society of Tampa Bay, the Grand Mosque over by Tampa Bay Tech. Start at 6 o'clock. Our keynote speaker is Dr. Obeda Ahmed, who's a BA medical doctor, African American Muslim sister. So we want to dispel this rumor that in Islam that women being oppressed and women that can't be this and they got to walk behind the man. So we have a Muslim sister who is a doctor. She is sharp. She's a great lecturer and she's an Islamic scholar as well. But we're going to be honoring some great people in the community. The theme this year is honoring great women of color. Uh, Chloe Corney, a CDC founder. Uh, Yvette Lewis from the NWACP from Florida, uh, 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 Robin Locker from the Florida Rising. And, uh, you know, visit Tampa Bay with uh, Sherry Brown. She's doing great. She's the one bringing mm. coons in, brother. She brought the coons in. And so you, <laughs> you we definitely want to thank Sherry because she brings a lot of great light conventions here. And it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, we've got some great food, the world-famous bean pie. And it's going to be Friday, February 23rd, 6 o'clock, the Slumber Society of Tampa Bay. That's just flower by Tampa Bay Tech. Uh, come and be a part of it. More, more, more information, call 813 813- Seven eight seven six six five two eight one three seven eight seven six six five two, and I'll say in my closing, my mama, Jimmy <laughs> Bell, who is the second cousin of Otis Redding, the little known black, black history fight. Otis Redding was my cousin, born in Dalton, Georgia, right. moved to Macon when he was five. When she did her green, of course, you know I wasn't no Muslim then, so she did the hammock, of course. <laughs> but she did crush red. Pepper. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I have yeah. done that. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, Jarvis. That's yes, Jimmy Bell knew yep. what she was doing. Every now and then, uh, and she'll throw some okra in there. Every now and then, mm-hmm. but she really was. He brought the taste out. She cut them up. She showed me how to fold it, and and you cut it up, man. It'd be so thin. It's like a machine when you cut it. Up. <laughs> you to, if you're a boy born in Georgia. Your mama taught you how to cook. She said, if you, if you get with a woman, can right. cook. You need not to cook. Come on in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jimmy Bell. She lives in my heart. Uh, Mabili, you and Walter, you have a great show, man. I love you. There's absolutely nothing you can do about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, too. Appreciate All right, that. Appreciate man. That. Peace to you, brother. Good to see you, brother. Jones. Hey, hey let, me pl- let me plug that in there. If you do have a good um, collard green... Um, Recipe. Recipe? Yeah, give us give us a shout out. Let us know what, what you put inside your collard green. We're gonna tell you if you're right or not. <laughs> and and yeah. Miss Annie, if you don't mind, that that's a segue for me to something mm-hmm. else. So we're talking about black history and we're talking about food today and family. One of the other things that the city of Tampa is doing, and, and this is something, folks, you can do from the comfort of your own living room. You don't even have to get up and go out. You can do this there or the comfort of your kitchen. We have a call out for recipes right now hmm. for our Soul Walk community cookbook. So Soul Walk is Tampa's Black History Trail. It's under development right now, connecting the many aspects of the city of Tampa and the African-American community throughout time. It's a cultural trail as well as an arts trail. But as a part of that, 
we have a Soul Walk community cookbook. So we're asking for recipes. We want the community to give us recipes to sort of crowdsource black history, if you will. Not everybody of us were born with a silver spoon in our mouth. But but me, I I will tell you, I was born rich in history. Mm -hmm. So we all have a legacy and we can... um, Participate in the Soul Walk Cookbook by February 29th. Hey, that's that's a blessing. That's a blessing. February 29th is the deadline to submit for that. And if you want to know more about the Soul Walk Cookbook, you can email soulwalk at tampa.gov. Soulwalk at tampa.gov. Or go to the website, tampa.gov slash soulwalk. Tampa.gov slash soulwalk. So that's something I want to bring to the table um, and guess what? If you're interested in sponsorship, if you're a company out there that wants to sponsor, again, contact Soulwalk at Tampa.gov. Now, that's a good idea right there because I may participate in that because I got some good recipes. That's right. Please, we want them. We want them. So if you got some good collard green recipes, give us a shout out real quick. We got another 30 minutes left at 813-239-9663. Let's see if you really know how to cook out here in Tampa. (laughs) Can you burn? Can you burn? Can you burn? burn? Make you suck your fingers. That's when you know it's good, okay? I'm telling you. You know know how um, some of my relatives used to say it? You put your toes in it this time. okay. Your foot in it. You put your foot in it. So yeah. let, me, let me ask you this, because this is another thing that a lot of people need to know when they're mm-hmm. doing um, the collard greens. Then I want to go talk about cornbread real quick, okay? Because you got to be good with cornbread as well. Yeah, you have you do. to. Yes, so yes, let's yes, be yes. clear. When we're talking about collard greens, I want to make sure everybody understands. You do know you boil your meat first. The collard greens don't go in first, okay? <laughs> let's be clear, because when you said the lady on, on a TikTok or whatever it is, up. she put the collard greens in oh. first. It was nasty out the gate, okay? <laughs> that was just nasty, okay? And then Sandwich meat is yeah. going to go, oh, So you, you boil your meat first, okay? Then you put the greens in there so it can kind of like mingle because that, that meat gives it that seasoning and everything, okay? So now let's go to the cornbread, gentlemen. Mobile, you first. How, how your mama, your mama, not, not no one, <laughs> nobody else, your mama's cornbread. Oh, man. Wow. I've seen her do so many things. I, mm-hmm. The whole thing about putting the flour in first mm-hmm. and then putting the, the ingredients in. Gave it that that flaky. So she did fresh homemade cornbread, not out the box. No, 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 no. It was scratch, (laughs) scratch, scratch, scratch. No, 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 no. You know, Jiffy, Jiffy got a legacy too. Now we ain't gonna lie. Yeah, man. (laughs) Jiffy got a black legacy too. That's true because it's easy. (laughs) But I do, I do want to say about the greens. uh, One thing I learned about greens was, did you watch the? Many series, The Jacksons, An American Family, when yeah. Catherine Jackson comes into the house, when Reeby was left at home to start the dinner, and oh. she didn't watch the green. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, Reeby. <laughs> <laughs> gotta watch You gotta the get them first. centipedes out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We look like we got a caller. Then we'll call. go to, you tell me about your cornbread. We got a caller. Um, yes, we do. Yes. Okay, caller, you're on the Sunday forum. Hey, someone there? Hello? Yes, mm-hmm, you're there. All right. Well, I don't got any good recipes for you. Oh, I, man. I, I listened to you for a while and uh, pick up how other people feel and good information. But I want to tell you a positive story. So I grew up in Michigan playing sports. I'm like 62 now, but I live down here in Manatee County. And, uh, been here a long time. And so like in the, in the, in the summers, I tried to get on a men's league team in Jackson. Jackson, Michigan. Mm-hmm. I played on one team with my brother the year before and didn't get to play much. So I just went down the field and tried to try out for a team. I get down there and like where I lived in the country, I didn't have any experience with black people. And when I was a kid, you know, I remember looking at the Jackson Citizen Patriot, Earl Young, and saw flames on it and said, Detroit's on fire, you know, so I was kind of always scared of black people. So when I when I got, but my my dad my dad went to school with those and everything, you know, and uh, colored people, and like he didn't have any negative experience or anything like that. Good. My mom was going to college at Jackson College. And she says the professors was telling them to burn Jackson down, but it, I know that wasn't a black person, or they would that wouldn't have gone over to you. No, no. And so I get down there to try out for this baseball team. There's this team's down there, and they're all black. And uh, they're called Black Merchants. 
So I was watching them, and I walked up to the fence. I figured out who the coaches were. I said, hey, could I try out? He looked at me kind of funny. He goes, you got your glove? I said, yeah, I got my glove. Come on. Mm -hmm. So I, I played there and like uh, with them that season. And they invited me to a party in their house down in Jackson. And I, I would have never went down in those neighborhoods. Man. They, <laughs> I'm serious. So, My yeah. dad almost got robbed when he broke down there one time, but he carried a gun and stuff, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, listen. He was a World War II guy. And uh, so anyways, I got down there and we got in a state tournament against the uh, Lansing Indians. And the coach said he's starting me pitching. Literally the best game of my life. Hmm. The umpire gave me all the calls. You know how that is. And I had a shutout going for five innings. And he took me out for a, another pitcher. He said, I'm going to start you in the next game. And, like, we ended up losing, like, seven to five. But <laughs> that was really a good experience was the first... to, see, to see how. You, th you think sports is a great unifier between blacks and whites? It was for me. You know, that's all I can tell you is my experience. And, like, yeah, and I know it was in the past, like, the Jackie Robinson and different mm -hmm. players. That, was. You know, my dad played against Satchel Page. He really thought highly of the guy. And, oh, wow. And, uh, hmm. Stuff that's like that. He was in, yeah, he was in sports, too. And uh, that's what, like, why, you know, like, he didn't have, like, negative experiences with anybody like that and everything. And I, yeah, I think sports is all, you know, I don't know. I can't feel your struggle and the stuff you talk about, but I can I can identify with them because I have my own struggles, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Hey, man. Listen. Thank you very much for the story. I I appreciate that, man. Okay. Those those are always good things to 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 hear. Um, as as we move through life, as to hear the stories like this right here, because without these stories, we have no history. Truthfully, you know what I mean. Well, it's to just show all the different experiences people have been yeah, through, you know, how yeah. we interact with one another, especially during different eras. Find some up a good green recipe or something. I'll let you know, man. We appreciate it. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate right. you. Bye. Appreciate you. Okay, Walter, your cornbread. Well, you know, mine, mine's Jiffy. Yours was Jiffy? <laughs> mine's Jiffy. I ain't gonna lie. Mine's Jiffy. Now, now mind you, um, my aunt, and my uncle make this cornbread, man. And I'm like, what did you do that was so different? Again, something that I can't tell you because it will tell you. I can't. Lord have mercy. But <laughs> was it crackling? Some of right. <laughs> you put crackling inside the cornbread? Ooh. Yes. There, there, That's yeah, there, I've had there are some cousins that do that. They yeah. gave it some spice? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, no. The, the the crackling for whatever reason, it's like okay. So there are some people that I've come across who are the, the black folks um, from Latin America, right? When they came here and they, they started making um, cornbread, they would put some in it. They put crackling in it now, uh, and that I think that comes from the making of what you call mafongo. But I'm saying, what what, but, what what does the crack what does the crackling do? Because when I think of crackling, I'm thinking no, of the it's um. Just, it's just an additional pork. Pork rind. Yeah, if I know pork, pork rind, that's what yeah. I'm thinking of pork rind. So yeah. I'm thinking you're yeah. trying to give it spice, or you just got the plain no, crackling, no and you just crunch it in there. Yeah, it's, okay. but it's not. But the cornbread is not sweet. The sweet, the cornbread is not sweet. Sometimes the cornbread has a, has a sweet taste to it, and that's that's what um, that's what you usually get with it. But with this particular thing that they were doing with the crackling, it's not it's not sweet. See no, some places, some places have cornbread, and I'm not gonna lie, I cannot stand dry cornbread. It just, it's, oh, just, yeah, it's disgusting to me. I can't stand dry cornbread. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I have tweaked mine. So when I ain't gonna lie, so mine's is jiffy, but my, I'm like with Billy. My mom's was homemade, but mm -hmm. I'm jiffy, and, and I've added some cinnamon to it and all that kind of stuff because oh, yeah. I, I do like that flavor, but I can't stand dry cornbread. That is disgusting. Oh no, that's good. No, it's not. That's nasty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's nasty. I've added brown sugar. Brown sugar's good too. Yeah. That that I will forever be. I will ever be grateful to my aunt for this. So, little Walter was being baptized, and everybody came. Oh God, we had so many people at our house after after church, right? So, uh, shout out to Allen Temple AME Church. Um, so we did. We 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 came back, and um, we had an aunt 
who was supposed to get this, you know, this bevy of food, right? Uh-huh. Mm-mm. She failed. And she didn't get it. <laughs> she failed. She failed miserably. And when she didn't get it, my aunt jumped on, just, just jumped on the main line, boy. She went, she said, don't worry about it, honey. Hold on. Reached in the doggone cabinet and got some, got some, um, Flour, mm-hmm. and and put some oil in the in the butter or oil or something like mm-hmm. that in the frying pan and made some whole cakes. Mm. Yeah, that's good. And you do 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 gravy that way too. Mm-hmm. Very good. You do gravy yeah, that that's way. That's right. Well. You do gravy with flour. That that's right. Okay. What about you, Frank? So so in my Before household, you get to the next event, just tell us your cornbread first. Yeah. So in my household, <laughs> my my parents come from two different parts of the South. My my father is from Evergreen, Alabama, mm-hmm. and my mother is from Florida. Right. So with my mom, she used the Jiffy, but she added something to it. She added sour cream to it. Ooh, okay. She added sour cream to it. And, and milk to it, and it, and it gave it, uh, it made it moist, mm-hmm. like you're talking about. Right. And we grew up in a household where where we did not add sugar to our cornbread. Mm. So, um, and that was one of the things we didn't do. Then also on my dad's side, made from scratch, but he made crackling cornbread. You talked about that? That was a, that was a big thing with him, making the crackling <laughs> cornbread. And so... Um, I may try the sour cream thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that I, helps. I, I hope everybody put milk in it and not water because, you know, it yeah, should yeah. be milk, you not put water. Milk in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll so yeah, so crackling, and then at, at, at the very end, before you take it out of mm-hmm. the oven, you get that stick of butter and oh, you rub it across the absolutely. top. Oh yeah, you rub it across the top. <laughs> absolutely, you gotta do that. And then let it sit there and get nice and brown. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. We got, we got so I know he got. Oh, you got to call him when he your event. Let's get this call on, on the line. Okay. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday forum. Oh yeah, hey, uh, great show today. All right, thank you. how you doing? Thank you, man. I'm doing good. Thank you. I was curious if, because um, this is a, a white Southern tradition um, for my family in Florida, and they, they date back to 1870s in Dade City, but I was wondering if uh, swamp cabbage, is that kind of an African-American um, soul food tradition too? So swamp, swamp cabbage? cabbage comes more from actually the Native American aspect, mm-hmm. uh, which is, if and correct me if I'm wrong, sir, but what you're talking about is the... Uh, the uh, um, palmetto leaves and they mean palmetto plant and cutting the top off and getting out the, uh, the fruit inside and then pulp inside of the palmetto. Yeah, basically, uh, other uh, fancy term is uh, hearts of palm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's more of a, a, a Native American Miccosukee, uh tradition. It's really super tasty. If y'all ever get a chance to try it, it's just, um, I, I love it. My, my folks still make it. It's just like, uh, the hard part's getting the, the heart of palm out. It's just a lot of work. <laughs> L- let me ask you this. Where are you finding it now? Because that's another difficult thing with so much development going on. Oh, um, I, my folks um, have like a hunting camp up in North Florida, mm-hmm. like in Taylor County. So mm-hmm. um, so there's still plenty of open space and, and um, you know, even wild palms up that way. I think it comes from Sable Palm, I think. Yeah, you're right. Sable Palm. I was, I was, I was trying to remember which one, but yeah, I think you're right. It's the Sable Palm, not the, uh, not the other one that I mentioned. And I wanted to give you a joke, too, that uh, um, some of the, maybe the white hippies put tofu in their collard greens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it works, right? If it works. Yeah. Yeah. And, and see, that's that's the Just great thing. Just don't bring thing. it to a barbecue, okay? Don't bring yeah, it to a barbecue. Yeah, <laughs> like raisins and yeah. Don't yeah, like raisins and potato man. salad. Mm, don't bring it to a barbecue. <laughs> but see, that's the great thing is that you know we have so many variations yeah, on something. That's true. And, and, and truthfully, we talk about greens. Truthfully, in my house. We had more turnip greens and mustard greens. Oh, I love me some mustard greens. We, we yes. loved, and, and see, we, we had our garden in the backyard. Mm-hmm. So I would pick those turnip greens right from my backyard. I'd pick those mustard greens mm-hmm. right from my backyard. Mm-hmm. And, and as a matter of fact, most kids, the first thing that they have is a dog to take care of. The first thing I got to take care of was my own garden. Garden, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why you're so wholesome. Huh? Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Carla. We appreciate that. Thank you. All right, then. I'm going to tell you about some fried cabbage later, but go ahead. Um, so so in, in terms of events, here's mm-hmm. a, another culminating event. So let's say it's February the 23rd. You're either going to the, the event that Brother Jarvis is hosting or you're going over to the Tampa Bay History Center on the 23rd. Then you wake up Saturday morning and you're thinking about what else can I do? 
That's the opportunity for you to travel to Pinellas County for the Pinellas African-American Heritage Celebration. This event has been going on for quite some time, and it's a one-day festival showcasing the diversity of the African-American community in Pinellas County, featuring a mini market of black artisans and businesses. This event takes place uh, starting at 10 a.m. until 4 p.m., again, on the 24th of February at the Florida Botanical Gardens in Pinellas County off of Almerton Road. So there's a lot going on. And then on that Sunday, you're back at the Tampa Theater for the closing of the Black Love Classics film series featuring Daughters of the Dust. When I say to you, we have a plethora of events to do this month. That is awesome. That is really freaking awesome. And we have an extra day is leap year. This is true. (laughs) This is true. This is true. And, you know, there's an issue. Maybe we should broach it in another show. But thinking of Pinellas County and African-American community, there is a black drain of St. Petersburg, black St. Pete and black Pinellas. And we'd like to delve deeper into that. Okay. When you say drain, people leaving town, people moving. Out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there are, there are. And if we're not careful, um, we'll see that not only over there, but but here in Tampa. I was saying, when careful. you say moving, are they migrating outside of the state, or are they just migrating no, to another city? They're migrating yes. out of Pinellas for okay, now, so okay, out of St. Petersburg. Thing. Maybe they're coming to Tampa, but right. of course, any any migration is going to affect voting patterns and and oh, yeah, whether true. or not you are enfranchised or not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tampa's crowded enough, but okay. <laughs> Man, listen, listen. Right, one of the things that we got to do is we have to begin to take a look at how we can resolve the homelessness here mm-hmm. in Tampa. I and mean, that's all over, but yeah. That that is something that we have got to invest in. We have to get ahead of it because the right wing is always trying to get a jump on it by being more draconian and you know I understand the governor wants to make it illegal to camp outside in the public. They're going to make it illegal for you to be poor. Poor. And and, and And destitute. And what, what what is even scarier is that we just got a taste of it. Just got a taste of it. In the last, and I, hope, I hope this never happens again, in number 45's um, presidency. And we we were beginning to see the, the um, tearing down, the intentional tearing down of the Constitution and restructuring of our government entities, our government agencies, mm-hmm. for instance. We saw a rollback in Roe versus Wade. In well, no, Roe versus Wade was eliminated. Mm-hmm. Then we had we, we saw a rollback in oversight on federal jobs from OSHA, so that they so that they could continue to do they meaning meaning companies can continue to do whatever they want to do on a site, treat people how they want to treat it, just to get a job done. Um, then you would see uh, with no safety regulations. Uh, then you would see situations where you had, uh, they, they're talking about now getting rid of what they call non-essential agencies. There's a whole, there, there is a systematic, literal, literally this is happening. There's a systematic um, organization that is systematically creating, it's like a thousand pages long, um, put together this thing where they spent millions of dollars to get this done. And they are looking at how they can get rid of various agencies, including DOJ. It's a systematic rolling back of the clock. Yeah, right. They they have something. This would this would be a good topic for us to do for next week because they have something that's going on with the fishermen that they're trying to make them pay for the person to come near. They're supposed to kind of like oversee them and have it, and they have to pay for that themselves. So yeah, they they have that going on as well. I do want to go back to what you said, Doma Billy. If um, the governor is doing that. I, we are, first of all, we should be thankful that we're not going through what New York is going through. Let's be clear, because when New York yeah, is going through, yeah, but he's responsible for that too. No, know? no, I get it because and he shipped them all over there. I exactly. agree with you. And so I'm glad they doing, didn't do it here. But if they, if he is trying to do that and trying to make it illegal to be homeless, I will hope you have something in place for them to live if you're going to do that. They because don't care about that. 
I mean, but that's what we have to stand up and fight for. That's what I'm right. saying. If he's trying to do that, that's something that the community needs to stand up and fight for. If you're going to make it illegal for them to be homeless, well, what you going to visit their homeless? What are you going to do, arrest them? So now we're going to overcrowd the prisons again? You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you have to have something Which in place. Which is what place. they want. You and I mean, any city worth it, any city worth this salt would have a place for the homeless to, to get a shower and get haircuts yeah. and and buy or get new clothes to put on to go and uh, try to get a job. You know, you would have things of that nature. But some cities, especially in the South, has never had that kind of a uh, you know it's a approach. Complete oversight of the looping, yeah. of the looping approach here. And if you if you are a Democrat oversight. in this state, and if you've had that kind of an approach, you would just call the communists and dismissed. Yeah. So <laughs> this so, is what continues to happen. That's why you need people like Frank for mayor yeah. or something like that. There we go. There we go. Um, he just plugged the, you, Frank. He just plugged you. Go, Frank. <laughs> the, the, I've been trying to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, the 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 oversight of the lumping proletariat is is absolutely ridiculous, and it's getting to the point that they're not seen anymore, right? Uh, and and if that's happening, if that's happening, watch out because what will happen next is um, possible elimination. And whatever that means, however that whatever that means, is disturbing. It's disturbing. Well, keep this in mind, guys. If you out there listening, this is a topic that we're going to talk about and bring back up on for next week's show. But that means you need to get out there and vote, and we don't need to put certain people back in office to make some of these things happen. So we want to avoid that. Get out there and vote to eliminate that individual from being put back in office. Because you know, I'm just saying the, the carrot or orange or how you want to put clear. it. <laughs> just to, to be, be clear, clear. exactly. Clear. Just to be, clear. to be clear. Get out there and vote. Frank, what is your title anyway? Uh, so I am a community engagement coordinator for the northern region of the city of Tampa. My department is community engagement and partnerships, and uh, that's under the leadership of Janelle McGregor. And, of course, our mayor is Mayor Jane Castor. Mm -hmm. And so I work with a lot of the communities north of Hillsborough Avenue. And uh, we get a chance to connect people with resources. And that means uh, that could take the form of city resources or working with other nonprofits or volunteers groups to make sure that individuals have what they need to have a better quality of life. Well, you know, a lot of Florida being a warm climate it's an it's an attractive place for yes, people who are houseless. So yes, it is. Cities have to be re- be ready. That's right. Yes, and, and you, you know one of the things that I, I want you all to think about on that topic is that we have coming up several conversations around accessory dwelling units, mm. which are independent dwelling units behind uh, an own owner occupied home. So that's a, we have several conversations come up coming up about that. As a matter of fact, the next next one is taking place tomorrow, Monday evening at six thirty at the Police Athletic League. So if you want to know more about ADUs, come on out to that. But also I want to give a shout out to Mr. Bobby Bowden. He is the founder of the City of Tampa Black History Committee. Okay. So uh, he is the one, he's the reason why we've got 36 years of celebrating African American history right here in the Tampa Bay area. Shout out Bobby Bowden. Yeah, Mr. Oh, right. Bobby Bowden. Bobby Bowden. E-N, Bobby Bowden. And so the Black History Celebration is taking place this coming Friday, the 16th, 11 a.m. at the Tampa Convention Center. So um, be there for a wonderful program. The theme is Family Unity Rooted in Wisdom. And you can also come out this Sunday, next Sunday, and the Sunday after that. So in in other words, every Sunday during the month of February at 3 p.m. for a wonderful film at the Tampa Theater. You are awesome. I didn't have to, to say help. nothing. He just, he just know how to play Glad right to on help. time. Glad to help. Appreciate That's a you. pro. I do want to have, I do yes, have a question for you in regards to um, that event that's tomorrow night. Um, mm-hmm. They putting houses behind primary um, residential homes? That's correct. If you are a homeowner, you Mm -hmm. have the living within the city of Tampa, within certain areas within the city of Tampa, you have the ability to have a unit, an independent standing unit that has running water, Mm -hmm. electricity, Mm -hmm. and some sort of heating element, whether it's a small microwave or a small oven. You can have that so you can have extra income. Or you can, they're also called mother-in-law suites. So if yeah, you have yes. a relative that wants to live there, the little, they the can live there. the mini houses, are they, are they using like the little, um, some people are, some people are using sheds? tiny homes or what uh-huh. they call tiny, tiny homes. But yes, you can place an accessory dwelling unit and behind your home. 
uh, if you live within the city of Tampa, and there are certain restrictions depending upon what neighborhood you live in. So if mm. you're living in Lowry Park or if you're living in Tampa Heights, there are certain restrictions that you may have versus if you're living in Old Seminole Heights. So there are some differences, but it is possible. So come on out tomorrow, which is the 12th, at the Police Athletic League building, which is off of Diana, in the um, Armenia Gardens Estates, Lard Park Central area. Come on out at 6.30 p.m. for the conversation. That That's awesome because that, will, like you said, it will bring more income into people's homes. Now, with this being done, is the city of Tampa putting funds aside to help these individuals do it, or do they have to finance it themselves? Well, well, this is something that the owner and occupant would have to do themselves, but what the city is doing is making sure there are guidelines to do it safely, and also making sure that there are city codes in place, if you want to to do this. (laughs) That means they're going to tell, but that's still a good income. I wish Hillsborough County would do that, because I was thinking about doing something like that myself, but that is something very important. So yeah, that's something I definitely recommend. If you have your own home, you're a homeowner, you have that space in your backyard, check that out because, again, that may be some extra income you can have. And if you have family members living with you, this gives you the opportunity to get them outside of your home and into their own little mini home. Mm-hmm. You know, it, see, I try to be <laughs> nice about it. I just can't get no help from uh, you. <laughs> All right, was that 955, Walter? What are we doing, sir? Listen, I want to, again, thank you, Frank. My coming. pleasure. Absolutely. Um, we have a bevy of stuff to do. I mean, it's like a plethora of stuff. I, I, I can't even... It's like, just pick and choose. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can't, can't do it all. Can't do can't it all. Can't do it all. Can't do it all. You can try. But let me tell you, um, I love this city. I love everything about it. Um, so much so that I fight for um, people to have a better quality of life so that Absolutely. they can enjoy. Yes. So they can enjoy the things that I have enjoyed, the things that we can enjoy together um so many crazy things happening in this world that that are designed to keep people from being able to enjoy we went through a whole chapter in this country a whole chapter that was designed for the purpose of keeping people from being able to enjoy so we, we i thought you know we, i thought we stopped that I thought we stopped. I don't think the fight for that ever ends. No, it doesn't. But you know what? We can keep fighting the good fight. Oh, yeah, because it gets better, but it's still a continuous fight. That's exactly right. It's still a continuous fight. That's exactly right. And we have people like Frank Crumb. Glad to help, sir. People that that come out and come do the things he does. Um, And shout out to Janelle McGregor. Yes. For what Mm -hmm. she's doing. And her entire staff. Thank you for your service and everything that you do. Uh, I've seen people literally chew Janelle out. And, like, I'm walking in the room and they're, and they're going there. And I'm like, hey, 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 no. Uh-uh. We, we can't have that. Yeah. We cannot have that. Um, you know, you don't know what these people go through in order to try to make a better opportunity for everybody else to be a part and take part That's in right. what's going on. And listen, she does what she can. That's right. She can't do it all. It's our job. It's our job as a community to get behind her and walk beside her. Group effort. Yeah. In order mm-hmm. to make things happen. The same thing with elected officials. Listen, and, and, and if they and they don't do what they're supposed to do, get them out of there and put somebody in there that will. That's the key. Be a part of the solution. Be a part part of the doggone solution. solution. That's right. Listen, hey, everybody, I want to thank you for joining us here on the Sunday Forum. Uh, Please show up, if you will, on the 24th of February to support the only, the first, actually the first Black History Museum in the Tampa Bay area was the Dr. Walter L. Smith Library. That's right. You get to see him in his hat. (laughs) <laughs> you can see me in my hat. You can see me in my hat. And pay, and play uh, Space, uh, yes. <laughs> Miss Annie will be there. Get there and get it on. Listen, go to wlsmithlibrary.org. Uh, go to Fish Grits 5, the number 5, uh, .eventbrite.com. Mm-hmm. And check it out right, right there. Um, you don't want to miss it. It's the 24th. Saturday the 24th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, Two-pound discussions. 
great people on those panels uh, talking about some very important issues. One, the disappearing communities in the Tampa Bay area. Two, we're going to talk about the, the black history of environmental justice in the Tampa Bay area. Wonderful. Very important issues. Yeah, we had an earthquake here, didn't we? Uh, That's Cape right. Cape Canaveral. <laughs> East of Cape Canaveral, actually. This is very rare. Listen, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. And you will miss it if you don't come out there. Okay? Come on out um, to Fish, Grits, and Black History 5. This is the fifth year, fifth time we've done this. Uh, and and this is all about you, folks. Uh, uh, you may want to clarify because you're saying the number five, or as you told me and um, Don, the numeral V. <laughs> 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 the number five when you do fish grits. Five, the number five. Okay. All right. Hey, listen. Thank you, everybody, um, for joining us here on the Sunday Forum. And as always, from my heart, my voice to the radio waves to the hearts and the minds of the people, we love you. And then the thing you can do about it here on the Sunday Forum. Peace to all of you. Next Sunday. Thank you for joining us. Take care, everyone. WMNF Tampa. Postmodern Who Nanny is coming your way next after headlines from NPR News. Welcome to the Amir. Party of the year. Two rules, two rules. 